0: Hey, this is Camp Scouts, hosted by me, Curtis Heimberger, and my good friend, Josh Freeman. We noticed that there isn't as much new music being shared online as there should be, so we decided to create this show, dedicated to scouring Bandcamp and finding your new favorite artist. It's us again. See you. <laughs> can't see you. Uh, you close can't out. You can close it going, out. Guys. All right, that was good. <laughs> hey, I'm Curtis Heimberger. I'm uh, Joshua Freeman. <laughs> and welcome to podcast. Welcome
1: to podcast. For the for them, it's been no time. For us, it's been a month.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We've been you doing. You were lot. on tour. Welcome back home. Thank you. Thank you yes we uh went from san diego to seattle to boise idaho what a (laughs) shithole um (laughs)
2: if
0: you're listening to this, you're
1: from boise turn it off uh
0: yeah turn that off i'm gonna say some not so nice things (laughs) (laughs) um salt lake city we did like four shows in denver um that's a that's a poppin state um mm-hmm. and then we finished it off in phoenix and then drove home and that was two and a half weeks and if you're on yeah. the east coast we're coming We're cut.
1: watch out watch
0: out march and april yeah. May? Is it we got in the, may yeah no just just march and april march mid-march and april. to mid-april we're doing we're doing a reunion tour um <laughs> so yeah look out for that if you hey. want so we're back in the studio. Yeah, day
1: before uh, release day <laughs> for the podcast. And before we start, we do have some grave news. Yeah, um, our dear friend, the MeUndies Twitter guy, who's been following us since before our first episode came out, tweeted on January twenty seventh. Um, we couldn't keep this primate. Sorry. Private, hashtag b a y c hashtag ape Follow ape at board with a picture of a meundies branded board ape NFT. So uh, a <laughs> mighty fall from grace, much like Icarus, has the meundies guy fallen. This is worse than the PBR Twitter guy saying, uh, "Not drinking, not drinking in January." Try eating
0: ass. This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this Miendi's tweet is doing really well right now. Like, that's their best tweet to date. That's their best tweet
1: ever, with 1.3 thousand replies, 839 retweets, and 3.1 thousand likes. That's and nuts. their tweet right before that has 21 replies, 3 retweets, and 47 likes, and it just gets less from <laughs> as you go down. <laughs>
2: It's really I, actually
1: sad. I've always wanted a, a free pair of underwear for the Miundies people for doing a podcast. Um, and here I am burning that bridge, fucking FTS and fuck the Miundies team for supporting <laughs> it.
0: Burning <laughs> FTS, fuck <laughs> me Undies. Good night.
1: Good I'm night. I'm burning a bridge,
0: and I'm never gonna cross. That's right. Uh, you could make.
1: Th- oh my goodness! I want to get big enough so someone could email us and say like. Oh, you thought about doing podcasts to the metaverse just so I can send them a full HD picture of my <laughs> ass instead uh, <laughs> On to the music <laughs> Woo! Hey, we love the music we
0: stand music here Love that stuff. I'm up first uh, This week and I got a band from Originally from my hometown, but recently moved to Montreal. They're called Winona forever and this is their song heads or tails. Isn't that, that, isn't that just like super comforting? Isn't that just like say, a it's cozy little song? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I uh, have been sitting on that one for quite a long time. Uh, that came out back in uh, 2018, uh, January 19th. Uh, a year and a half before they released the full album that that's on, called Feel Good, which came out June 2019 and it's just like one of my favorite compositions just in general i mean there are so many cool contrasting melodic lines whether you're listening to the the saxophones the bass the guitars even like the drums that's like the fastest i've ever heard like a ride cymbal played um mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many unique things in this song that um, just like make me want to listen to it over and over again because I'm constantly missing something. I'm constantly discovering something new or a reason why it's just such a perfect song to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me yeah. about the
1: woodwinds at the end. Are they woodwinds at the end?
2: Like the, yes. Tell
1: me about
0: To clarify, there's tenor uh trumpet alto and clarinet uh all played by different people um that like the i just think it's so like you were talking about this song is
1: like cozy right it's like, a yeah. comforting song i think the album title feel good mm-hmm. is like an excellent title for the vibe yeah. that i'm getting from this yeah. one song but just at the end like that like pretty constant like da, 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 I just oh man and in the opening that like ah uh, oh, hold on I'm getting too excited let me slow down <laughs> yeah I also think the song is very well constructed and thought out mm-hmm. I am blown away that so much is happening in this song and it's not distracting from the main cohesive sound of it because mm-hmm. that happens a lot Sometimes yeah. you have one really cool trumpetist, trumpeter,
0: and trumpeter. Yeah.
1: one of the two. A guy playing a trumpet, or <laughs> maybe notably that you don't have someone as good playing that instrument as the rest of the instrumentation is, and it pulls away from the song. So I'm am always yeah. amazed when no, you hey. have so much of going on, and it fits.
0: Yeah. No, uh, that, that quartet, I mean, just sounds beautiful together. Honestly... I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have known there was trumpet in that song. I don't really hear it when I'm listening to it. So, mm. seeing, looking at the credits now and being like, "Oh, there was a there was a trumpeter," I was like, "News to me." Um, but <laughs> he's listening to this, not, this right now, and he's like, "Man, fuck you, man, fuck you, dude." Um, <laughs> hey, whoever mixes, that's your fault. No, but you know how hard I worked um, on that. <laughs> no, I think, I think that if you took out the trumpet, you'd notice it's something that is in there as that rounds out those other horns and woodwinds um but doesn't you know doesn't distract because trumpet is fucking abrasive most of the time i mean mm-hmm. w- when there's a trumpet in the band like you know uh it cuts um so it's interesting that it it wasn't as noticeable at least to me um maybe i just suck but <laughs> um especially like clarinet clarinet is a very the sound is very calming uh at least Mm -hmm. to me uh more so than an alto or a tenor uh but the nice thing that you get from the clarinet is you get that smooth texture with the tenor you get a little bit of buzz you get a little bit of like breathiness with it um and the alto just kind of adds an even clearer sax sound and who the fuck knows what the trumpet ads? I have no fucking clue. But take <laughs> it out. Guy. Let's find out what's the name um, of the trump.
1: What's the name of the trumpeter? What's his name? Trevor Whitridge. Play louder next time, Trevor. <laughs> that's a note from Curtis. <laughs>
0: this is not a. This is not a roast. This is not a roast at all. This is not a roast. I swear to God. Um, I just, I just think it's funny. Um, no, and yeah, I mean that's that's. I I can't say enough good things about this song. A bit about the band. Uh, Winona Forever is a pop band currently residing in Montreal, Quebec. Since forming in 2014, the band has strived to create the best possible self-produced content. Easygoing at first listen. Winona Forever crafts tight, groovy indie pop that takes as much influence from 70s feel-good music as bedroom pop. Prioritizing punchy rhythms and fun melodies, they create a sound that is wholly contemporary. It's a solid
1: description. I think we have not given enough attention and praise to the vocals in this song. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked a lot about the instrumentation. And I don't know shit about instruments, but I do know that the uh, vocal performance in this song is incredible. Yeah, Uh, I don't know how many people is it. Do you know? Is it two people in the band
0: singing? Oh, just sing vocals, vox. Pretty sure you have two. Yeah, you have one lead vocalist and then one backup vocalist. Well, their harmonies are incredible.
1: Yeah, Um, I was blown away by it. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm cynical. I was digging through Bandcamp and I keep finding just like incredible instrumentalists. Yeah, and then like the singing starts, and you're like, "Oh,
0: damn!" And you're it. like, oh, shit! Damn it! You didn't need it!
1: <laughs> yeah, come
0: on! You could have um, told somebody. Yeah, could have called it. Could have called your could've, boy up. Could have called him a sing you. you. Could have called us. Yeah, yeah
1: could have called Curtis. Um, <laughs> put him on your track. Five hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. for a feature, actually. For but sure. But no. Um, I, I think it really helps lead to that calming sensation what they're calling a mix of 70s indie pop and current bedroom pop like uh vibe is really led by that like kind of whisper singing that like soothing voice that, they're, that they are mm-hmm. using uh for the performance and i think it's really good
0: yeah yeah they're an incredible band it's interesting to have watched their arc because i've known them since their first ep Mm -hmm. and just the creative curve that has happened over the years um they had an ep or sorry an album that came out in uh september 2016 called this is fine which is another really good album but it's a lot it's a bit heavier not Mm -hmm. heavier as you're thinking it's just like there's like a distorted guitar in there um, <clears throat> but this new album really tones it down and it's, it's just, it's just, it just feels good. As the album suggests, it just feels good. Uh, back in the day, my old band, uh, Switched to Black played a show with them. I can't remember what venue it was, nor did I really know who they were at the time, but yeah, it was for a, it was for like a week-long kind of arts festival that Vancouver does. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I mean, they just, like, just blow me away. I mean, it's crazy. I've been wanting to kind of feature them for a while, so it was good to bring them on the show. Yeah, I think that the world is filled with talent, and every
1: time you find someone who is good at what they do, it is always impressive. And the more you find it, the more you appreciate it i think that is something i'm learning with the show i have more and more love for new artists that we find uh because it just kind of solidifies that there is good music out there yeah uh beyond listening to your granddad's record collection Mm -hmm. um but it's my turn now my turn for attention please your turn thank you uh thank you to winona forever of course uh really quickly we love you guys uh we were joking do the thing, but it genuinely is a great song.
0: Yeah, the trumpet. The trumpet thing was was not. It was not a diss again. So, <laughs> at Citrus Hamburger on Twitter, if
1: you're mad, <laughs> yeah, he is the one to, to find. I was <laughs> like, would I just say your address? <laughs> <laughs> you Zip can find code. him. At, yeah, uh, but now we're moving on to band number two of the episode. This is Seeing Double with their song, Don't Wait. <laughs>
2: With no reply, diving in to come up dry You hear about me from my friends You're starting this thing over again
1: thought we weren't gonna have two bangers back to back on the oh, show you know this is a podcast before idiot this song idiot. is fantastic so some small notes before we get into it this song was shared to me by my dear friend sarah who longtime to the listeners of the show may recall as bread girl the girl who made a loaf of bread while listening to the show <laughs> and let me record in her apartment months and months and months ago uh to do the show and so you know thank you sarah uh, thank you sarah for that and hey, thank you for sending us music because then I don't gotta look for it. Hey, um, hey, easy job. Let's go, baby. This band is incredible. Sing double. I think this is all they have released right now. And mm. um, I have some BTS stuff we can get into later after we share our thoughts. But I listened to this double track, which is seeing, which is "Don't Wait," Leah, the song Leah, and then the song "Don't Wait," a little mm-hmm. A side, B side. And it was like Sophie's Choice picking which one of these songs I wanted to reach out to them and ask uh, can we play for free for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Don't Wait has the energy that I like in a lot yeah. of songs. I'm a big fan of Uptempo. I think that's what appeals to me about a lot of garage punk stuff. Um, but again, like we were talking about with, Renona, with, with Winona Forever, the vocal harmonies in this song are excellent, and it blows me away when people can do that because it's something that I can't do. That's what makes it cool.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, the, the energy, and there is something so undescribable and impossible to nail down, but when a band does it, you You kind of just know, and there's, I I don't know if it's the chord progression, I think it's really interesting, I think the chorus is such an, uh, just interesting the way they've written it, and Mm -hmm. the guitars are just ping-ponging off the walls, and they're just ambient as hell and distorted, but then you have the bass that is very clear, it's cutting through, the drum's very compressed and hammering away, Mm -hmm. and the vocal's right down the middle, I mean it's like... Yeah. And, and it's so cool. And especially just with like the lyrics as well, like kind of saying, you know, I know you're, I know you're doing well. I know you're, you're having a good time, but like, don't wait up for me. I'm like figuring my, you know, I I don't necessarily know what it's about, but like, I'm figuring my shit out. Like I, I'm taking Mm -hmm. a lot longer to do something than to do this than you are. So don't wait up. Um, Is there a time in your life that you relate to that you feel like sharing live on the podcast? To uh song. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Josh. <laughs> yeah. Figure out the you. show. He's trying to try uh, to get some personal info about me. Nice try, trying be, buddy. Trying
1: to get some feel-good moments, trying to be crying yeah. the show. <laughs> I'm an alpha. Figure it out. I'm an alpha.
0: Figure
1: uh, it out. <laughs> I drink beer. I drink IPAs. I drink craft beers only. <laughs> I smoke my cigarettes. I rip the filter off first. Anyways. Um I think I think you're right. Um to me, the way they were the way that the backup and lead vocals are kind of at different levels makes it sound kind of similar to how I imagine it would sound at a venue, kind of live.
0: And I think yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it does
1: sound very live. Yeah, yeah. that's what's cool. Um, I always like when bands are able to capture that because you're not gonna be able to see all the bands you wanna see live, but maybe you wanna know what it feels like. That's why live albums always do well from popular artists, right? Maybe you missed the tour. Maybe you were there and you want to, maybe like the recording was at a show you were at, so you buy it, whatever. Um, But some behind the scenes stuff on the band. So I reached out to them on Instagram and I asked for some behind the scenes info on the song because it makes for good content. And they said, The idea for the song came from our guitarist going through a pretty rough breakup and us half jokingly wanting to write an angsty type breakup song, which, side note, this is like the eighth song I've shared where they're like, yeah, we did it as a meme. And that's, <laughs> and you liked it. And you liked uh, it. <laughs> uh, they say, we wrote the structure of the song within like five to ten minutes. And our singer came up with the lyrics a few weeks <laughs> later. I feel like it's not as lyrically or musically in depth as stuff that we would normally make. But it really gets the crowd going when we play it. Um, which is something I hear a lot, too. Or that we've or we've seen a lot on the show where people are like, yeah, you know, we put eighteen hours worth of work into song A, but mm-hmm. song B makes people jump a lot, and so we play yeah. it more. Um, and that's an interesting dichotomy that I don't think a lot. Where it's like, do we try to make just like the most compelling song that we can, or do we make something fun to let people enjoy the environment that we're trying to make for them? Yeah. Um. I think. I think the person I was messaging is being a little bit too hard on themselves. I think there is a lot going on in this song musically. Uh, I don't think, I don't think they should be like, Oh, we made a pop song, whatever. I think, I think you should be proud of it. Obviously they are, they released it, Yeah. but I don't think it needs to be held down with this yeah. uh, asterisk, asterisk footnote of mm-hmm. like not as cool as the other ones. I think you should yeah, be proud yeah. of it. I think it's very good. I think Leah and don't wait are both excellent songs. Yeah. Um they have yeah, some Yeah, you know, Oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, well, I I was just going to say like anyone can do energy, anyone can do just like feel good type music, but not not everyone can can really nail it and make you want to listen to it again. And this they've nailed it. I do want to listen to it again. I want to listen to this this A and B side. Um you know like famous example of that smells like teen spirit uh -hmm. that was a joke song that was not a serious song whatsoever and then everyone that's their biggest song um there's there's a lot to be said
1: 90s deodorant line for adolescent girls right isn't that a joke yeah courtney love wore. yeah teen spirit yeah
0: yeah i don't know if it was specifically courtney love because i don't know if we're not gonna get it we're not getting it doesn't matter it doesn't matter (laughs) this expired two farts sounds Um, in the same episode maybe but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, there's a lot to be said, um, about maybe not taking yourself incredibly seriously, uh, every time you go and write a song. I sure need to tell myself that sometimes because, mm-hmm. you know, you can get in your head and it's like, sometimes it's okay just to put pen to paper and write nonsense because, I mean, you sometimes did. Sometimes it's a, not nonsense.
1: You did essentially write a diss track about a guy you met on. A subway who once played a xylophone, and it is one of your highest played songs right now on Spotify. So <laughs> sometimes it works. To a just diss have track. One.
0: I like that you call it a diss track. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what it is. <laughs> you. It's a backstory on a song called Xylophone, the Mom Rock song. A man asked a man in the subway asked Curtis to play his electric guitar. Yeah. For him, and he but, said yeah. no. And then the guy <laughs> said, "I used to play the xylophone." And Curtis was like okay
0: and then shortly he left <laughs> yeah yeah we talked about that for like a minute and then my train yeah. came and yeah he was and, and
1: then you wrote this song where it's like oh man I used to be so cool and epic and I used to play the xylophone now I just sit around <laughs> 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 no, it's, I used to play the xylophone now I just sit on the train tracks waiting for waiting the train, for the train, to, train to, come. to come and I feel numb fuck that guy um <laughs> Sorry. Seeing Double has some shows coming up in on March 10th and April 28th at the Black Oat in Onota, New York, spelled O N E O N T A. One Onta? On Onta? I'm not even going to try. New York. Uh <laughs> It's
0: in New York.
1: They're in New York. Uh, Once again, it's spelled O-N-E-O-N-T-A, New York, at the Black Oak, on March 10th and April 28th. They are playing live. If you're in the area, please go support them. And uh, tell them that we sent you. They legally have to give us money for every person that says they were there for Camp Scouts. And they're hitting the studio later this month to work on new music. So I am very excited for that because as a person who likes to find new artists the only cooler thing is when a new artist releases more music there are one million artists out there who make just this like excellent like ep or two song bundle
0: and then <laughs> break up yeah i know and you're so like, sad dang.
1: yeah <laughs> what do i do with this now what do i do with this excellent single that i have
0: yeah it's, but it's kind of like a good a great first season of a tv show you mm-hmm. know. It's like that just slowly gets worse. <clears throat> Stranger Things, um, yeah. you know, maybe it should just. Geeks. stayed geeks was only one season. Ah, and I want a second one so bad, but it's never gonna happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Little tangent. I guess. Uh, I guess I'm next. Yeah. yeah thank you seeing you
1: double. Yeah. Looking forward to see what you do later in the month. Looking forward to seeing
0: enough. another double. single Boom! Oh.
2: Oh, Boo!
0: <laughs> hey, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> this next artist uh, was recommended to me, uh, or I guess shown to me, by uh, the drummer for Mom Rock, uh, Wilson Rudin Shout out. Woo! And this artist is from the great state of Texas. He's an old dude. His name's Shiny Ribs. And this song is called Poor People's Store.
2: Here we go down to the poor people's store. One, two, and three, and four, four Cheers.
0: track that has a little chuckle at the end. I love a track with scatting. <laughs> it's a twofer right there. <laughs> yeah, we um ah, uh, Wilson showed this to us I think before we went on tour and we listened to it several times in the car. Such like an unbelievably singable chorus. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear it once and you know it like just immediately and and the verses are fun the lyrics are just like kind of corny but very just like tongue-in-cheek and yeah i don't know it's just this song just puts a smile on my face every time i hear it Um, Mm. yeah
1: it's got a it's got a really big anti-folk vibe which i am always uh, a fan of Yeah, I I really like the structure of the song where it is just like here is a list of things that you could (laughs) buy at this store that I have uh, that I'm telling you about, and that is the song. That's it. We're done. We're in. We're out. Thanks, excellent. Do you know any any more information on Shiny Ribs?
0: Yeah. So uh, the lead guy's name is Kevin Russell. Uh, He that was off his first album that came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then, he's released several albums. He's built up a band that's uh, nine and sometimes ten people. Uh, a quick little, a quick little blurb. Shiny Ribs defies genres as a sonic melting pot of Texas blues, New Orleans R&B funk, horn-driven Memphis soul, country twang, border music, big band swing, and roots rock. The Austin-based nine-piece sometimes ten piece. Supergroup is led by Kevin Russell, the charismatic frontman with colorful suits and extravagant shoes, who continuously swaps out an electric guitar for a ukulele and never falls short of creating a cinematic experience with onstage antics that often include him doing donning a light up cloak or leading a conga line through the crowd. And like just looking at all the photos of him and the rest of the band, like just such a quirky bunch of people. And I really hope that uh when we go to Austin in uh March he'll be just happening to play a show cuz I will 100% go and see it. Hint hint Mr. Ribs. Uh hint, hint, this is Mr. exactly Ribs. what we were talking about though. This is exactly what we were talking about
1: not a minute and a half ago in yeah. podcast time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, sometimes it's fun just to make stuff that is good. And Yeah. The joy good. of creation the joy of creating something should be enough benefit of of the process, man.
0: Yeah, um, not trying to be overly clever, overly deep. Um just 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 putting pen to paper. Yeah.
1: We said the same thing about uh, Logan Bowden, Bowden, if you remember. It's the artist yeah, that he brought on. Yeah. And it was just like a very simple song and, and we praised it for it. Right, It was like a three or four chord song I think yeah. there is a lot To do with a little With a little, sorry um, And this song Particularly gets it I would love to hear the rest of their catalog It would not surprise me If this band has a cult following It just has that kind of sound Yeah. That I think um, I don't like when people say You love it or you hate it So instead I will say A certain group of people will just really latch on to and i think this has the potential to have that if it already doesn't
0: yeah i think they're they're already pretty big in in texas i think um Mm -hmm. and you know tour that area a lot but yeah it's really interesting because this is this song only encapsulates encapsulates one tiny little area of the genres that he Mm -hmm. does i mean he's all over the place um and yeah like i said this is just this was just his first album back in 2010 and his sound's only grown the band's grown along with him and mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's really there's really not much to say it's a simple yeah. <laughs> awesome singable song with just quirky lyrics it's it's just great it's just a great song yeah yeah i really like the line uh buy some cheap jeans
1: with irregular seams i thought that was a really cute rhyme that he
0: set up yeah, i thought it was yeah. epic cigarette was, um a cigarette lighter that says i'm a quitter yeah Is another one of my favorites <laughs> the weird <laughs> christine aguilera put down I, I yeah it was fun some christine aguilera black mascara yeah um, only yeah. found
1: at the at the 99 cent store <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i thought i thought it was pretty funny um but yeah it's an excellent song Huh. I will. I'll. I'll definitely check out this full album. I'm always a little nervous, in truth, whenever a band says like "We do it all," because I'm like, "Yeah, do you do yeah. it all?"
0: It's like, we, um, "Do you do all of it well?"
1: Like yeah. a famous experimental band is Soundgarden. They did "Black Hole Sun." Man. I don't like any other Soundgarden song. That is just, that is the downside to experimenting. <laughs> uh, you can say the same <laughs> yeah. thing with like the Gorillas. The Gorillas yeah. have had two really good albums. And then they also made humans. And the one that came after that that was blue. And it's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is this is rough. Something um, to be said about the experimental bands. Yeah, but I think I think the band Shiny Ribs is more than qualified to label yeah. themselves as what they have. And without listening to the rest of their catalogue, I know that they've pulled it off. Um, but now it's time for track number 4.
0: Last song.
1: Um this was an artist you would already know about if you were signed up for the Camp Scouts newsletter. This <laughs> is <whistles> This is Fox Ann and her song Always.
0: It's always
2: been you. <syllables>
1: Anybody that was on my old show, I will always try my best to share and tell people about because I like I physically cannot do anything else. I couldn't pay them to come on the show. I literally all all I all I was relying on was like their goodwill to come hang out. I met Foxan through Longneck, uh the lead singer of Longneck Lily Mastradamus, does a show called Around the Campfire where different artists come on and live stream performing. And it's really awesome. And Ann was on one of them. Uh, she came on my show, the little guys, and we talked about her music. I made like a weird joke about Jeffrey Tubin, which I now regret doing. Uh, the guy, <laughs> the Zoom CEO, um, but she was awesome. Foxanne is a great person. Uh, and she was most recently on uh, our newsletter. Um, I was just like, Hey, here's some artists from the little guys. Cause I think doing on the newsletter is different than bringing them on the show. I, but one, I think this song is so excellent that it needs to be shared in as many avenues as I can. And two, I don't think I did it justice in the newsletter. I think I mentioned that I knew her from something else and that I liked the whistling and that was it. And I think that's doing it, doing an injustice on my part. To not really give the song the credit it deserves. Because like I didn't even talk about the like the like drum, like the drum beat, like the doof, doof, doof. Oh my yeah. god. Like the, the droning, the vocal performance, uh basically every other part of the song I didn't even mention, and I feel bad about it. So we gotta bring it <laughs> on the show and talk
0: about it. <laughs> yeah. That song is such an immersive experience. I mean <clears throat> Yeah. You really I just, I, 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 you know, I closed my eyes for like a good minute of the song and was just kind of entranced with this world Mm. that's been created inside the song. And that's not, it's not really easy to do. I mean, you know, that, that, but, but that's what happened. Like a really good kind of ambient artist can create that and Mm. make you fall just like feel like I'm falling into a void you know mm-hmm. but I'm not scared I'm not scared I'm, I'm comfortable um, <laughs> I welcome the, but I'm like whoa flying past and, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway no uh, but yeah the, the the textures in this song are, are super cool that deep synth that mm-hmm. comes in after she said when she says you it's always been you and and that synth mm-hmm. hits, and it almost sounds like a vocoder because that synth—it's—it's—it kind of has that same vowel sound as like the ooh, and mm-hmm. it makes you think it's a vocoder, and 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 you know she's playing it right mm. when she says you, but it's just a really well, you know, a, a fine-tuned synth that fits under that word perfectly. Yeah, um, it's just perfect play yeah. I, I, yeah. Foxanne
1: has a lot of other worldliness In her music and, and a big part of that comes from her love for space She is a uh, A science writer uh, As a job I don't know how much of that stuff I'm, I should say So we'll, we'll, we'll do that much mm-hmm. uh, You can follow her on Twitter and stuff like that uh, For more of her, her life and what she wants to share uh, But She did a song for the Mars Rover Opportunity Which is very good Um and it, it, even in her debut, her other album, which is um, "It's Real," I knew it. Um, you can you can see a lot of those themes and hear a lot of those themes, and I think it carries through. And I think she does it just in an incredible way. Um, but that I think that like those like sci-fi, it's like science tendencies, like I think that's where like those interests are, like what makes her. So excellent at like producing a track with synths in them and stuff like that. Like there is I mean there's more than just like knowing how to play that kind of instrument to make it sound well. And I have some some BTS on the song, which I think is probably the fucking cutest story we've ever shared on the podcast. So I'm excited for it. Awesome. Um uh so she said Oh, I do have some BTS info. Oh, sorry. Wrong start. Got it. I co-produced this track in secret with Doug Gallo at AGL Sounds, who I've worked with on a ton of other music. I created the track in Logic and we worked together remotely to mold it into shape and get it right. It was in secret because this song was actually a surprise gift for my now husband at our wedding in September. After our first dance, I had the song come on for us to dance to as a surprise. It was a special moment for us and for our close friends and family to share in, and that is the coolest fucking story that we've shared on the show. That's excellent.
0: <sighs> Damn like, it! What a labor it, of love. Damn it! That's awesome. I know. <laughs> ah, it's all for love. It was all for love. It's all for love. I like. That's beautiful. I'm,
1: part of me is surprised that it's been shared publicly. I think that's probably because it's just a fucking banger. But yeah. Um. Like I wonder if there was a part of them like just wanted to keep it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it's a great song. She is based in L.A. now, so I personally would love to see a Juliet Sunflower, uh, Fox and show. I think that would be hmm. two excellent artists together. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other people in L.A. from our show, but I can't. I'm blinking. <laughs> There's no
0: one. No one else lives here. No one else. Get out of L.A., guys. It's Go to Fox Texas. and. It's Fox and Juliet Sunflower and me. That's it. And um No, but it it
1: the first time I heard this song, I just kinda like like you were talking about like sitting in it. Uh, it was a kind of good way of describing it like after the song was over. Uh, Cause on Bandcamp, once the song is over, there's no autoplay. There's no like up until recently, there wasn't a cue, so it's just like silence when the song ends. Yeah, and I was just like, oh man, like it, I was just kind of like in that moment, in that in that, I had found something truly great. It was like the it was like when I found H Bernal, Uh but when we mm. before we started recording, and it yeah. was just like, damn, like this this should not be something. That people don't know about, yeah. Um, totally. This song should be played so much that I think it's cliche when people sing, play it for their significant others. If that makes yeah. sense, like that's how, so good I think this song is. I um, I don't know. I there are so many good things I can say about the song and Foxy as an artist, but I think I will cut it for time. Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 but yeah, I um, I appreciate Dang, another another four. Stellar songs. Who would have guessed? Who would Thank have guessed? Thank me out of the spiral.
1: Yeah, I know. I. Oh my god. We truly are good at our job.
0: Wow. I love. What are the this? odds? I love this job.
1: <laughs> what are the odds of Bandcamp taking one of our artists again and putting it on their Discover Weekly or their uh, Ooh, Artist of the Day?
0: Yeah. Because that happens a lot. <laughs> it does happen a lot.
1: Pretty I'm weird, saying, you're probably
0: you're probably taking it from us. I don't know. Um, be so funny. Yeah, let me I work wanna, for you. I guess.
1: I'm. I made a LinkedIn account. I'm gonna start connecting with people on Bandcamp until one of them connects back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I have a podcast. Actually, if you guys wanted to feature us,
0: <laughs> if you want to like feature us at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, you maybe. featured
1: like half of our artists, so like obviously we're doing something right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll go well. Uh, but thank you to Winona Forever. Seeing double, Fox Ann and, and Shiny Ribs, and Shiny Ribs for coming on the show. Not yeah, coming on the show, letting us share your music, and sharing so much information with us to make sure we have a good episode. But now, but now. <laughs> Welcome back to CSN. First things first, uh, this will not be me ranting about band getting paid a lot of money like the last two were. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, it might be band
0: paying no money. No money.
1: Uh, (laughs) Uh, So you may be familiar with the very famous, I believe the band is called Live Without Performance at a Denny's. It was called the Grand Slam Show in like 2013. Yeah. It's famously the kid says, What the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah. And they, they, they mosh in a Denny's, and it's very funny. Um, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about another Grand Slam performance, um, also at a Denny's. The hardcore band Wacko played a show at a Denny's in Santa Ana, California. And one thing led to another, and the restaurant got fucking destroyed. Tables on uh, Upside down Booths where they're not supposed to be And one ape arm individual was strong enough To rip down the chandelier From the (laughs) ceiling Uh, (laughs) And uh, the promoter Of said event Was a 17 year old And the Denny's was going to charge Them a thousand dollars for repairs Um, Wacko the band did a GoFundMe that raised just over $1,100 to pay for it. But in the GoFundMe posting, they said, um, this is a great quote. This is from, I'm reading, I'm getting my quotes from a revolver article that was posted in December 17th, 2019. Um, and the quote from the GoFundMe is, unfortunately the restaurant pinned the promoter on the heavy damages done to the place between a few table, a few chairs, and those chandelier hanging light thingies they damage rack up to close to $1,000, they claim. Psh. Bullshit. Fuck that. We'll <laughs> give them 600 bucks and tell them to go to Walmart for replacements. <laughs> 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 oh, we destroyed your restaurant? Mm, get fucked. Get I fucked. Buy some so cheap funny. shit at Walmart. Get over it. My favorite part of this story, and yeah, we can talk about it, and because pretty much the story's over from here, is um, the kid who put it on is 17, and that's really impressive. Uh, the full Wacko performance, as well as the other artists on the bill, <clears throat> are online. And you know there's multiple bands. That is very hard to coordinate. It's very hard to get people to, to go there. Being a promoter is not an easy job. Um, it's why promoters have that, some promoters have that um, kind of caricature where they're pushy, right? Everyone's probably heard a horror story of a promoter that's like, oh, I'll give you a free free ride to this club. You just gotta say I'm the one getting you there. And it's because it's a hard fucking job. Yeah. Um, but the, the promoter rented the Denny's out himself for $400 and, and this is my favorite part of the story, spent money on a generator so that they could have an after party under a bridge near a Costco for the other people that couldn't get into the Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> and if that doesn't say 17, I don't know what does. I think that's so excellent. Oh, oh, man. We should hang out God. under the bridge by Costco after the Denny's Grand Slam show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so oh, funny. Man. And like, I watched part of the Wacko performance. The place is fucking packed. Like, it's you can't it's move. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, uh, say what you want about the music. It. It's. I don't know. C- Could have been. Could have been more moshable. I think. I feel like the moshing was a little too much for the lack for the lack of tunage that was going Mm -hmm. on but that's just a
1: personal critique we talked about this before i'm i'm divided on this because i don't want to sound like a suburban dad and be like well you shouldn't have fucking done that because I, i i do think that some people intentionally made more of a mess than they normally would have they were normally moshing because they were at a denny's and it would have been funny and i agree that it's funny yeah. to fuck up a denny's for a punk show yeah. um i think that is <laughs> I think that is super funny but also like you're a denny's manager and a high schooler comes up to you <laughs> and he's like hey i want to put on a hardcore punk show is that okay i'll give you 400 dollars." yeah Oh yeah, yeah. Are you guys gonna have an after party? Yeah, under the bridge next to Costco. That sounds like a sound investment for me. That sounds. Sick. I'm gonna allow this to happen. Like I feel like mo- I feel like a lot of the blame can be put on the, the whatever whatever actual adult said this was okay to happen.
0: Yeah. No. You know I don't I mean? really understand how they could have. Said this is a like. What did this seventeen-year-old do? Who did he know? Like, did he have a connection? You know, like. I don't know. <laughs> were, were his parents like vouching for him? Like, we love these bands. Um, this is our seventeen-year-old. He's so smart. Yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, and it really makes me want to reach out to a Denny's and say, "Hey, can we do a show? Yeah, in your Denny's. Um, a Denny's tour band. where you just go yeah. Denny's
1: to Denny's. Ah." Oh.
0: That, yeah, the, the Denny's Grand Slam tour that yeah, would but, be sick. So, uh, this article kind
1: of talks about it. Um, that Wacko said, uh, for, yeah, show this kid some love because he put Southern California punk shit on the map, punk shit on the map hard as fuck. Uh, I would disagree. I would say that the Southern California punk scene already has kind of an image nation- nationwide, yeah, and I don't think destroying a Denny's helps that image. I, <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> I think it is I think it is punk to be anti establishment and stuff. We've talked about that on the show. Um but I I don't think that I think there are not a lot of places that will play
0: uh punk bands like Wacko. And I yeah. think maybe we should kinda remember that. Are you um, sure are you sure you don't want to hear such hits as tides of shit? I or do want to hear tides of shit. <laughs> Nazi dumb shit death fuck rodeo. Or their newest single i don't want to be i think i'm god i think i'm god (laughs) oh i wait sorry i don't want to but i think i'm god Mm. um i want to hear all of
1: the I, i i'm i'm half scared about nazi dumb shit uh but the other ones i think i would like to hear i mean i used to listen to a band called diarrhea planet when i was in high school so oh yeah they're classic my, yeah, shout out Infinity Cat Records. But my, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like my bar of like titles is very is very like you can name your song whatever I'll listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know where I, where do you stand on this because I don't I don't know
0: how I feel um, about Denny's
1: because I don't care about Denny's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't really care about Denny's. I think you said okay to a seventeen year old wanting to throw a punk show <laughs> in your fucking Denny's. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> Like it's That's a good point. <laughs> it's a hardcore show. Like that's that's shit happens. That's what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, you know, I'm I think destroying stuff is funny mm. most of the time. So like I think it's funny and mm. I don't really care cuz it's Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> they're a chain and Wait, they make enough money on. to you know. Yeah, they have to have
1: insurance for that, right? Cuz chairs break, light bulbs burst. They have to have some kind of insurance for Stuff
0: getting broken.
1: There has yeah. to be like a a, a, a manuf- like a a distributor of the Denny's booths.
0: Yeah, They're It was probably like to like teach them a lesson or something like that. You know, like you got to pay back mm. the damages. You got to you know, this is mm. not this is not good behavior. We're teaching you a lesson. Yeah, no, they didn't need the they didn't need a grand. Denny's didn't need a grand. That is I so did. so little. It pales yeah. in comparison to the amount of money that Denny's makes uh, per I, week. You know, like I, I think what's bothering me is that is is I think the reason I'm
1: divided is because someone had to deliberately rip the chandel- like the light overhang out. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that bothers me. Is like. So pointless. Yeah. If you're moshing and you bump yeah. into a table and it falls over, that's one thing. Yeah. But jumping up and grappling onto something <laughs> and then ripping it down, I think I think that's so. St- I think that is dumb. It's a great video. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> think about the clicks. Think about the clicks. Uh, Do it for the vine. Yeah. yeah. um Yeah. I think that's. I think that's my only problem. Is like whoever that guy is. Maybe next time, think about like.
0: Think about the I kids. Know.
1: Also, I mean, super unsafe. What if that came down? I just like took out one of the high schoolers at the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it totally. Yeah. just Yeah. Yeah. Not sound. Um,
0: uh, But you're right. It is funny.
1: I think the line we're going to give them six hundred dollars and tell them to get their shit at Walmart is very funny. (laughs) I think throwing an after party
0: under a bridge next to a warehouse store is even funnier. I wish we had. um, I wish we had gotten this story sooner so we could have asked Wacko if we could play one of their songs as like our outro music. Oh my god, that'd be so funny. <laughs> I, wanna, I oh, want I want tides of shit to be our outro right now. <laughs> Could we do you think we'd get like flagged
1: by the Green App or Apple Podcast if we played the What the Fuck is Up Denny's as our new segment intro? No, I, I don't, don't think so. so. I don't think so. No. Because they will no, we can do they'll that. strike us. But I think we will be okay. I think we'll be fine um, that's the show. Hey, I want to wait. Hold on. I want to be clear. Hold on. I if you're if you're at a like a like a venue and they're playing heavy music and you want to mosh, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think I literally just have a problem with whatever guy ripped something out of the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: there's a there's, you know. There's a difference between moshing heavy, and yeah, r- breaking shit just cause. There's, there's also a difference, a difference uh, to to clarify. You know, like there's a difference between a Denny's. Uh, a and chain and yeah. <laughs> and a venue a one-off venue you know like yeah you're don't destroy your local venue that's that is truly being a piece of shit you destroy yeah. it jenny's all right not great not great for your image Not good but if you too. destroy a venue you're a fucking asshole um yeah yeah you know respect uh Respect your local venues,
1: especially venues that are just people's houses. I, I, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I love hearing about venues that are just like a dude who cleared out the first floor of his house. Yeah, those people, like they deserve to be saints when they die. Yeah. Catholicism is stupid, but if we can make them saints, we should do it. Yeah, all right, uh, absolutely. I, I am JW Freeman underscore on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Citrus Hamburger on Instagram. We are at Camp Scouts Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And Gmail, if you want to send us an email. Mm-hmm. We have a newsletter, link in all of our social bios. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Bandcamp if you want to give us your fucking money. Hey. And we'll be back in two weeks, I think. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Four more bangers. Yeah, per usual. Same so Anything else we say at the end?
0: No. Get
1: lost. Get lost. Get, Get out of here. here. Stop listening. Boo. Go destroy it, Denny's. Yeah. Stand for something. Stand for something. Rip, rip down the walls of your local Denny's. <laughs> Set the carpet <laughs> on Rick fire. fire or or there's still people inside. <laughs> <laughs> Throw a Molotov through your local Diddy's window. <laughs>